Agencies across government are tasked with accelerating the development of mission-critical systems. We'll be presenting a series of podcasts throughout the year with federal executives and program managers to discuss what types of technology they're implementing and how to minimize inefficiencies and improve productivity to power technology modernization. Today's low-code episode is sponsored by Appian. Hi, I'm Natalie Carey with Appian, and I'm the government industry lead for federal civilian. I have been with Appian for over three years now as a strategic overlay to the sales team. Before Appian, I spent 11 years with a cybersecurity firm. And before that, I spent time at SAIC and L3 on the program delivery side. Before that, I was a professional dancer for 10 years. I'm here today with my colleague, Tahera Zamansada from ICF. Tahera, could you please introduce yourself? Absolutely. Hi, Natalie. Um, so I am Tahera Zamansada, Vice President of Digital Transformation here at ICF. We're a global consulting firm, um, and we lead with domain expertise um, as well as technology uh, platforms that we bring to our customers to serve the mission. And I oversee our uh, digital platforms practices here. So I'm really looking forward to having this conversation with you. Absolutely. And thanks to FNN for having us today for this low code version of this podcast. Um, so, Tahera, what is happening in government today from a low code perspective? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, and it, it's such a, a great time to talk about this because, you know, we just um, started the new year. Um, some of the trends have continued to move forward and carry on, and there's some new ones that we're anticipating coming. But ultimately, um, there's a couple of key things that uh, we are noticing um, as a global consulting firm uh, that consults within the public sector space all around low-code um, development. It's, it's some very important trends going on right now around, obviously, cloud computing. So as you can imagine, um, government agencies really are trying to get away from the legacy infrastructure environment where they can, um, and they rather invest um, and maintain something that's a little bit more flexible, like a low-code platform, um, such as Appian, and I think they're beginning to realize that it reduces costs and it increases scalability. So that's been one thing. The other thing that's continuously coming up is um, the mandates and policies around leveraging data as a strategic asset. So uh, big data and analytics, it's, it's everywhere. Government agencies, as you can imagine, Natalie, are collecting and generating large amounts of data from all these different sources. So now they're trying to understand, okay, how can we use this data to not monetize on it the way they do in commercial space, but how can I create a delightful experience for my constituents, for my customers? Um, the other thing that's continuously coming up, as you can imagine, you're probably hearing about it too, is really just AI, robotic process automation and machine learning. And a lot of it just has to do with, you know, where do we use it? How do we use it? How do we use it ethically, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, Lots of different themes coming up uh, that we're super excited about. Awesome. Yeah, I know you talked about um, digital transformation as well as, um, you know, the ability to adopt new tech. And we kind of saw that during COVID. 
don't you think, where low-code, no-code platforms really started to emerge and yeah. are really starting to shine now. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, digital transformation or call it digital modernization, but everyone is undergoing some sort of a digital transformation right now. And the whole goal is to modernize operations. Um, to your point, obviously, the pandemic just kick-started it to another level, but it's all about better serving the constituents um, as well as better serving the internal personnel and employees. So it involves a lot of adoption of new technologies or really embracing the low-code platforms that they have already adopted. So we're really looking forward to that. Absolutely. And then we have spoken before and you told me about um, ICF does an annual federal transformation report. It's a survey of about 500 federal employees. Can you tell me a little bit or tell the audience a little bit about why you do that and how it's helped ICF, how it's helped the government? Yeah, absolutely. I love this federal digital transformation report that we do every year. Um, it really helps us understand what is going on with the role of a federal CIO, how it's transformed and how the mission leaders are approaching digital transformation headwinds and turning them into tailwinds. And really it's to better understand those key concerns and considerations of federal leaders so we can go back and help them address the issues they have. So everything from top, we, we survey topics around aligning strategy, digital transformation objectives, what leaders think about that, what the federal employees are saying, if their agencies, um, have a clear vision of digital transformation or perhaps do they lack it? We also ask how aligned they are to the digital transformation objectives. Um, we even get down to talking about cultural um, change management, organizational change management. All these things really help industry, um, including ICF, including Appian, really understand and empathize with our federal customers to see what we can do to collaborate with them more. No, I, I, I totally understand um, the impact of, of a report like that. Do you have any specific examples of perhaps a, a metric that came out of the report and, and something just clicked and you went to this agency and you said, oh, we need, we can help you in this light. And then any, any experience or success story that you can talk about from that? Yeah, absolutely. And you and I were talking about this a few weeks ago, but developing and retaining talent, that's something, as you know, there is a worldwide talent shortage in the IT space. And so we talked a lot about, um, you know, asking questions around what is the assessment of the IT skills in the workforce? And also, how are folks upskilling, cross-skilling, and reskilling talent to make sure that they are more tech-savvy in this new world? And it was um, very telling because um, half of the surveyed federal employees last year um, did say that they were unprepared to use these new technologies. And as you know, as a consulting firm, we said, you know what, that's where we need to go in and help, whether we're helping build out digital service centers, center of excellence, um, whatever you want to call it, but a place to come in and say, okay, who's excited about Appian? Let's make sure we do everything we can um, to, to teach you about this solution, this intuitive solution that then you can take and, and modernize legacy workflows and processes in your mission area. So 
it was so helpful to to sort of find out that over 50% say that they that there is this skill gap in their workforce and we can go in and help with that um, you know from a, a education management training management perspective. No, I love that. It's very important that we keep upskilling the workforce, um, which actually brings me to our next segment, which is, you know, what what is Appian seeing out in the industry as well? And one of the the things I wanted to mention is the the idea of of customer experience or citizens experience and employee experience, as you mentioned with the workforce. Yeah. In general, there's this there's this gap with the way that we as humans, consumers use technology in our daily lives versus how we leverage and use technology within our workplace, right? We have a completely different experience when we get to work. It is not seamless. It's not all connected. It's not a user-friendly experience to say the least. Um, in, in, in a lot of cases, especially within government, um, with uh, the services that are being delivered by government employees. So, so we're seeing the executive order last year, um, as you mentioned, the, the challenge with, with the workforce um, potentially dwindling down here and keeping people engaged with, with coming into government and, and becoming a, a government a civil servant. We're, we're not seeing that because folks are, are hit, they're, they're, they're like, oh, I, <laughs> I, I don't necessarily want to go work with outdated legacy systems and, and have you know, a, a terrible experience when I get to work. I want to work with the tools that I have at my fingertips at home. I want to yeah. work remotely. I want to work on my device. Um, so anyway, the, the executive order last year put a, lot, put a spotlight on CX yeah. and employee experience. And so we're definitely seeing um, an uptick in a focus on that. And also with process optimization, lots of focus there, which goes hands in hand with, with CX. And honestly, bad processes lead to bad outcomes. And so they, the government has shifted to this focus on process optimization, which is absolutely great for Appian and ICF because process is what we do best, right? Digitizing, the processes, inserting automation where it makes sense, and then monitoring the performance of those processes, and then continuously being able to improve up, improve on those processes, which in turn creates that better customer experience, citizens experience, employee experience. And then the last point I'll touch on for what, what Appian's seeing out there right now is this concept of data fabric. And it's a new term, the idea of stop collecting your data and start connecting your data this abstraction orchestration layer that enables processes throughout your organization so that work can flow and not uh, be bottlenecked and, and have these, these issues with access, that concept of connecting data rather than collecting. And they're calling it data fabric now. We have called it low-code data in the past, or we've called it data anywhere. But uh, for, for all intents and purposes, that the, the industry is now, or the market is now catching up with what Appian has been doing for quite some time. So very excited to see those uh, three things emerging um, because it is, it is what Appian is, is out there doing well. We are, uh, though, living in a, in a multi-platform world. How do you manage that for your customers uh, in terms of governance, best practices, when to pick 
the right platform for the right project? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, and a really good point. I think, you know, most of the executives, uh, federal executives, um, have some sort of a, a multi-cloud strategy in place as it pertains to their digital transformation roadmaps. And um, I, I love this concept called the Digital Services Center. I've also heard it being called a center of excellence or a center of innovation, but it really um, is a great place for stakeholders, um, and contributors of the digital ecosystem of an agency or a department to come together and have one place where they receive information as it pertains to all the cool technologies that are available to them. Um, as you can imagine, folks are being constantly inundated with tons of information. And this digital service center really allows them to streamline that information and the resources and experts that are available to them in their agency. So it's like a governance model. And I know governance is boring. We could call it best practices if we want. Um, but it's meant to keep, keep everything in tip-top shape um, as the agency and department expands their digital footprint. So a DSC, in short, will really use the best-of-breed technology. Um, they have a design experts within the DSC, and it's just meant to deliver better services to the customer. Um, so the best time to even set up a DSC, whether you're just using um, a, a, like a, a cutting edge low code solution like Appian, or if you have multiple um, technologies within your um, you know, digital services center, it's th there is no large or small time to execute on it. You could do it at any time. And it's really something that should be considered no matter how small the technology stack is because of governance data hygiene, technology best practices, um, risk management, cybersecurity awareness, right? It's the essence of how you're going to continue to scale consistently and cleanly. And so we um, encourage folks to build out DSCs and continue to adopt new technologies within their DSCs as they um, get excited, as they start building a well-oiled machine. It is the best place for folks to come in and get all the information they need as it pertains to digital transformation journeys that they're either trying to take on um, or they're trying to initiate from scratch. So we have um, a lot of experience as a consulting firm. ICF has experience. We have built out some form of a center of excellence for um, cloud solutions, technology solutions um, in eight out of the 15 cabinet level agencies. So lots of lessons learned there that we could bring to clients um, and teach them, you know, what's the best way to set one up? What's the best way to leverage Appian um, and make sure, you know, you're um, not shoving a square peg in a round hole and you put the proper business processes in the proper solutions. So super, super exciting stuff there. Yeah, no, we're seeing a lot of that on the Appian side as well. Mm -hmm. um, agencies are standing up centers of excellence for either low code or software factory or multi-platform yeah. environments. And a problem comes in and goes into the center of excellence and center of excellence says, okay, um, maybe there's 10 people at the table, five people at the table, maybe it's, you know, smaller table, but they'll all come up with a notional idea of how to solve that problem with whatever their skill set is, be it Appian or another platform, and then pitch it to the government. And the government says, yes, this this seems like the right fit. How do you how do you know when Appian is the right fit 
for some of these solutions that come into your digital service center? I, I love that question. And you know, the first thing, first things first, understand your customer. Um, there's a lot of even empathy surveys, Natalie, that are popping up to really understand what the business units or the various mission areas are looking for. And a lot of times, you know, um, old school days, we would just lift and shift. We would say, okay, we're going to take this on-prem solution and put it into the cloud without really thinking about how do we insert innovation? The cool thing about a low-code solution like Appian um, is the fact that there's a lot of cool features and functionalities right out of the box. So you don't even have to go um, completely out of your way to reinvent things from scratch. There's so many different um, ways to use uh, solutions that are built right there. Um, and so typically what we do is, you know, there's an intake request form. Let's say the HR department, for example, needs to modernize some processes and they have very um, complex workflows, right? Um, but so we, we take a very crawl, walk, run approach and we say, okay, if you have a business process that you're trying to essentially modernize, or maybe you do it via email right now, um, or an Excel, Excel spreadsheet, Let's get together and build out a customer journey map to see what really is the flow from soup to nuts. And then we go and build that prototype um, and create a proof of concept within Appian for the customer. We demo it out to them to see if they like it. And if they say, yep, that's perfect. That's exactly what I need. Um, that's when we say, let's make the magic happen. And using agile, um, software development lifecycle in an iterative method, we go in and co-build that solution with them, with the HR department in this particular case, um, and we continue to iterate. So that way, as their requirements change and they adapt, we're there to make sure we can make the tweaks we need to an Appian, which is very easy to do, by the way. Yeah, no, I love that. You have to show them something, right? They have yeah. to see it. And once they see it, they get it. Uh, yeah. But that, that's that's what is uh, is great about Appian. Um, I, I wanted to talk, have you talk a little bit about, you know, when it is a right fit for government to select Appian, why ICF? Yeah, so um, ICF, we, we have had an evolution from being a small to a mid-tier partner with Appian and now, you know, um, ITG consulting firm, which was our premier Appian practice, was acquired by ICF. Um, so we're a larger practice now. We have a very strategic partnership with Appian. A lot of lessons learned from all the solutions we've built out and all the clients we've had discussions with. Um, we always make sure we have a very close relationship with Appian to, to um, understand what the best um, industry best practices are, what the solution best practices are. And then we tie in that COE concept. So everything from the uh, uh, FDA's Digital Services Center, uh, which is focused around Appian to other solutions um, like acquisitions management, for example, we are bronze level um, and acquisition accredited with Appian, which means we're qualified to position Appian's product in the market, but we also have extensive domain expertise as it pertains to, in this case, acquisition management. And so with that deep-rooted domain expertise and the technology expertise we have from being an elite partner, we align that and we continue to evangelize and spread that message. Um, and actually, speaking of that, I wanted to actually ask you, um, since we always love to get feedback directly from our partners, 
what are some cool use cases that you guys are working on that we should start thinking about too um, as I'm building out my roadmap and strategic partnership with you guys this year? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. So uh, you mentioned GAM, so definitely focus on acquisition. It is one of our top selling solutions right now and, and has been for quite some time. We've, um, we've got deep domain expertise on it as well. Procurement has been one of Appian's oldest and longest running use cases. And what's nice is that agencies are now focusing on the root cause of poor contract outcomes, which is, um, you know, we need to improve and optimize that procurement process in order to improve those contract outcomes. Um, I'm actually part of a better procurement working group and requirements management is a huge issue that we're seeing across the board, every agency translating those business needs into IT requirements. There's this loss in translation that needs to be um, processed. And so Appian has created requirements management module as a part of our government acquisition management system, GAMS, and we help solve that for agency. And there are some other uh, modules as well, source selection, award management, vendor management, and clause automation. So we're constantly iterating, improving, adding, and, and releasing uh, more modules for the acquisition suite to help that community. So that is a big focus. Um, the next one that you want to start uh, thinking about, or I know ICF has some experience in this area um, already, but uh, we're launching a global law enforcement initiative and to support the uh, law enforcement community. Um, our first uh, part of that suite would be investigations, investigative case management, which we have an extensive experience with. Um, we've got partners in that area, very comprehensive integrations to help um, with the investigators side of the house. Uh, the other contemplated solutions will be mobile-enabled applications for agents and citizens to help build safer communities, uh, and then legal case management for the, the lawyers, the judges, the courts, uh, working on that. Um, and then Office of Inspector General, we understand the technology they've been using is sunsetting, so we've worked with partners to create uh, alternatives so they can um, migrate over to an Appian solution for a lot of their workflows, which are audits, investigations, inspections, and then grants management, especially the post-award performance management side of grants. Uh, mm -hmm. We're working on that. So, Wow. What meaningful and impactful ways to serve the mission. I, I really love that. Thank you so much, Tahara, for, for joining me today. And uh, yeah, anything in closing? No, I, I, I want to let everyone know um, where, where are we going to be in the next uh, few months? Yeah, so uh, the Better Procurement Summit, which is part of the Hyper Automation Summit that we've had for three years in a row now, uh, that'll be February 16th downtown DC. It's an ATARC event. And then... Um, Appian World in May, May 1st to the 3rd in San Diego this year. Will you be joining me? Oh, absolutely. I am looking forward to that. Can't wait. Thank you so much, Natalie. Thanks for the conversation. Yeah, and thanks FNN for hosting us today. Thank you for listening to the Low Code episode, sponsored by Appian on Federal News Network.